Welcome back to Baki Fantasy Talk, episode 17, Championship and Thank You Edition. I'm your host, Bach, alongside here with a former guest speaker. He has been here a couple times. He's back. Loser of the league, Rush Williams. Rush, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. I'm- all he, that's all yeah, he, he has. Yeah, probably edit that out, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, don't mind what he just said. Um... Rush, 246, before, 246. 246, thank you. That. There we go. We'll edit that part out. Uh, Rush, before we kind of start, I mean, you were the loser, right? So what are some things you learned from this fantasy season this year? Um, I'd say if you have the chance to draft stuff on Diggs at the uh, at the 11th spot, I'd probably do it, especially if your other uh, option is Debo Samuel. Um, I'd say that's where my season ended right there, uh, first round of the draft. Uh, not to mention I made a, a lot of bad trades, so... You know, uh, if you're in a hole, just don't make it worse. Um, there you go. If I just kept my team from week one, you know, I probably would have been fine. Wouldn't be in the situation I'm now, but some trades kind of hurt me, so. Yeah, but you did make a very good trade in there. You did the power trade, which ended up being a good trade. He's the RB6 right now. Yeah. So that's not a bad one. I went like 1 for 7 on trades, probably. It's better than 0 for 7. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some new segments today. We're going to switch it up. We're not going to do a review segment. I don't feel like typing up a script for that. But we're going to add some new segments, which should be exciting. Um, we're, we have an announcement coming up in a little bit. And then we're going to do a lesson we learned from all 32 teams. I think that would be pretty good, along with the preview right after this. Uh, before we start, though, uh, we got to give a thank you to everyone who contributed this fantasy football season. Whit Ramsey appeared in episodes 1, 2, and 15. Thank you, Whit. Daniel Hollingsworth appeared in episode 1. Rush Williams appeared in episode 1, 7, and 17. Beck Janke appeared in episodes 3, 4, 12, and 16. William Pruitt appeared in episode 5. Owen Bowden appeared in episode 6. Lucas Farage appeared in episode 9. Brock Berge appeared in episode 10. Walker Richens appeared in episode 11. Casey Comerford appeared in episode 13. Emmett Probst appeared in episode 14. Will Campbell appeared in episode 15, along with Hayden Oshman, who appeared in episode 15. Uh, we got to thank John Schaefer. He's my uh, papa. He always listened a lot, along with Pete, Tiffany, and Fred Bach. They always gave him a good listen. And then, obviously, Dr. Hoffman. He's the one who got me started. He's the one who got me into this podcast and helped me a lot along getting stuff ready for the podcast. We definitely have to thank him. He's probably the most important person on this list for this podcast. Huge announcement. New episodes coming this off season. Even though this is a fantasy podcast, we're gonna do a couple episodes. Uh, one of them is definitely my favorite. We're gonna uh, give you a redraft in a little bit. We're probably gonna end up recording that next week, maybe with six, probably not twelve guys, but around six guys. We're gonna do a redraft of the fantasy football season. We're gonna give you a playoff episode, just pretty much predictions, what we think is gonna happen. Get stuff down on the internet so if something crazy actually happens, we got it on audio. We got it filmed. And just kind of giving our opinions. It'll just be more for fun. Uh, Super Bowl episode, that one probably should not be too long. But that one should probably be fun. It will be a quick one. Just picking who we think, what's going to happen. Uh, free agency, I'm very excited for that one. Free agency usually ends up about the middle of March, right after our spring break, which is the first week of March. So we'll get a good episode in there. Free agency, I'm expecting to be very interesting this year and then the nfl draft we'll probably end up doing about two or three episodes for the nfl draft which is typically towards the end of april before we kind of kick it off we're going to talk about the russell wilson situation i just want to get this down i mean obviously it wasn't the best performance 
on Christmas Day. Rush was a victim in pick, picking Russell Wilson, but I think he's going to be fine, right? I think Nathaniel Hackett getting fired is obviously a good thing. The only problem is their only option is to rely on Russell Wilson right now. They paid him all that money. They have to uh, play him for sure. They don't have to play him, but they have to keep on the roster. They still have to pay him. So I think they're going to play Russ next year. I think they're going to go all in on Sean Payton. That's definitely a guy you want to watch this year in free agency and what he does. So I think that's their best situation. I still don't, I'm not giving up on Russ yet. He's got the weapons. He doesn't have the best offensive line. Unfortunately, they can't build through the draft because they don't have their picks. And it's tough to build an offensive line in free agency. That usually doesn't work out too well. Didn't work out the best with the Bengals, but they're doing a little bit better pass-wise, rushing-wise. They're probably statistically one of the worst in the league. But Rush, what do you kind of think about this Russell Wilson situation right now? Yeah, I mean, I don't have much else to say, but like you said, like they're paying him all this money, so I mean, you got to do something with him. Like, I mean, this game it was just hard to watch, to be honest. I mean, it was a little like Tua, you know, like yeah, it just felt bad for him. Yeah, I feel but, bad. Tua is in the concussion protocol. I did see that. Uh, yeah. I did end up beating you in the 16-man league, so I'm heading to the championship in the 16-man yeah. league. Broncos defense almost sold me, but we'll head into our. Award winners, who we think are going to win these awards, get these down right now. Uh, MVP, I think it's a quarterback-based award, so obviously it's going to go to Patrick Mahomes. I, I can definitely say going to Patrick. I think he's the favorite right now. Uh, I could also see Jalen Hurts. Um, that's my pick. Yeah. Um, offensive player of the year, none other than uh, Justin Jefferson will most likely be the pick there. I'm taking Tyreek Hill, personally. I think he's had a great year. Um, so... Defensive player of the year, uh, I think I'm going to go with Nick Bosa, getting a lot of hype, odds are in his favor. He's a really good player. Uh, i got to go Micah Parsons. I think he's had a fantastic season and uh, just haven't really been that many uh, guys that have been better. Rookie of the year, I'm going to go Sauce Gardner, uh, defensive-wise. And then I'm going to go Christian Watson. I think he turns it up these last two weeks. These are must-win games for the Packers. So I'm going to pick Christian Watson. I think he's going to end up winning it just because I think Garrett Wilson is probably the safer pick right now. I'd check them. He's winning the odds. But I'm going to take uh, Christian Watson. Yeah, I like the Sauce Gardner pick. That's also who I had. Uh, and uh, offensively, i got to go Damian Pierce. Uh, he started off the season really strong. He's kind of taken a, a little off. and he, I think he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's out right now. But um, I think he's deserving of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Coach of the year, uh, give me Brian Dable of the Giants. I'm taking Sirianni from the Eagles. Uh, they've had a good year. We'll see if they can actually finish it off, but so far it's been pretty good. And then comeback player of the year. This award's confusing. I think the NFL should add a most improved player award. I, on, I, excuse me, I believe the comeback player of the year is a guy who gets hurt the previous year and comes back and plays outstanding this year. And I'm going to stay with the New York Giants, and I'm going to pick Saquon Barkley for the comeback player of the year. That's who I had as well, but I could also see, like, Geno Smith. Yeah, he, he's got a really good story. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that probably will end up helping him out. I believe that's all the awards we got, so we're going to head right into the preview. This should be a quick one. Dallas at Tennessee. Just give me CeeDee Lamb. He's having an outstanding year, along with Tony Pollard, Zeke, and Dak in this one. And then Tennessee side of the ball, Derrick Henry. Yep, agreed. Dallas, definitely. Yeah. Arizona at Atlanta. Um, I say no one from this game. Uh, maybe I don't even think Hopkins is going to do well, but I think probably James Conner is the best option you'll get from both teams. Uh, Chicago at Detroit. I think just Fields for sure. And then I think Goff's a really good play. He plays really well at home along with Among Us. And I think Jamal Williams ends up getting the end zone this week in a shootout. I think this team will be very well prepared. Uh, 
Denver at Kansas City. Um, I think, honestly, Russell Wilson is not the worst play, but against the championships, I don't think you should play him. Uh, Denver side of the ball, I'm going to go probably just Jerry Judy. He had a really good game last time. Kansas City, I'm going to go, obviously, Mahomes, McKinnon, and just Kelsey. I think that's all you can do. Miami at New England, uh, Tyreek Hill, obviously. I think Waddle's not the best play this week, probably more to a flex range. And I don't think Tua is going to play. I think I honestly think Tua retires. We're going we're gonna to talk about that in a little bit. He's a little messed up right now, unfortunately. New England side of the ball, I don't even think you can play anybody from New England. I just think it's too risky. Indianapolis at New York Giants. Indianapolis, I'm going to go absolutely no one. New York Giants, um, I'm just going to go Saquon, and that's it. Even though Eckler didn't have the best rushing game against them, but he did have two touchdowns, which helped. New Orleans at Philly. I'm going to go no one from New Orleans. Philly, I'm going to go Minshew. I think it's a really good start along, obviously, with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I don't think Miles Sanders. I don't even think you made the championship if you had Miles Sanders, so I don't think he should be in your lineup. But obviously, Goddard should be because the tight end position is so slim. Carolina at Tampa Bay. I'm going to go no one from both teams. No, no one's really reliable, but Chris Godwin's reliable. You know how much I like him. So I think Chris Godwin, again, is probably – I'll eat my words and I say he's probably the only guy from this team. Cleveland at Washington. Uh, I'm going to go no one again from both teams. I don't think Terry McLaurin's that great. Jacksonville at Houston. I'm going to go ETN and Trevor Lawrence, and that's it. San Francisco at Vegas. I'm going to go, I think Purdy's a really good start, actually, believe it or not. And obviously, CMC, Kittle, and definitely IUK, and then Vegas side of the ball. I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to play well. I don't even think you made the championship if you had Josh Jacobs in your lineup. So I'm just going to go Devontae Adams. New York Jets at Seattle. I think Garrett Wilson will be a good play for the Jets with Mike White coming back. And then Seattle, DK, and mm, I don't even say Gino. I don't think you made the championship if you had Gino. I could, I should have, but I did not. Uh, Gino's been struggling without Lockett, right? I watched I watched the, the Seattle game. Lockett obviously is hurting him a lot. DK is obviously the guy to go to. It's not the best thing, but I think if you need a tight end to kind of throw in and hope he gets a touchdown, I think Noah Faint can help you out. Minnesota at Green Bay. I don't need to sit here and tell you Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, but I don't think Kirk Cousins should be in your lineup, and then obviously Hawkinson. Green Bay side of the ball, I think Christian Watson gets in the end zone. They love to get him in the end zone. If he didn't trip last week, he would have gotten in the end zone probably once or twice. So I think just Christian Watson and Aaron Jones for Green Bay. Rams at Chargers. I don't think anybody from the Rams and then Chargers. Eckler and definitely Keenan Allen. He's a really good player. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. Uh, and then I don't even think Herbert should be in your lineup. He's been not doing too well at Chase Stewart. Should picked him in a bad spot this year. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I don't even know if Lamar is playing. I still don't even start him if he's playing. Future Atlanta Falcon Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go no one from both. Uh, I'm going to go actually Mark Andrews from Baltimore. Uh, that's it. And then Fire Moon from the Steelers. Buffalo at Cincinnati. I'm putting everyone in my lineup. I'm putting Josh Allen. I'm putting Singletary. I'm putting Stefan Diggs. I'm not putting Gabe Davis, but I am putting Isaiah McKenzie. And in Cincinnati, I'm putting Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. Rush, anything you got to say before we end the preview? No. Yes. So I, if you couldn't tell, I just breezed through that. I wanted to get the more exciting segment we've been working on. One thing we learned from each NFL team from a fantasy perspective this year, and then I'm going to say if they have a quarterback or coach problem, which you should be aware of, this offseason we're gonna head up north to the AFC East Bills I think obviously again you just got to do Josh Allen he'll probably be the QB one next year and Stefan Diggs 
But cold weather kind of hurt these guys in the playoffs, I believe. That's what I kind of took away from these guys this year. But again, they should be, honestly, the first guys off the board. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think any team up north where the weather is really a factor, you kind of have to think about when you're uh, looking at the playoffs specifically as it kind of gets into late November, early December. Because, um, I mean, especially Buffalo, like, it gets extremely cold. It was very we, bad. We saw some snow this weekend, so, I mean, that's just something you got to think about. It's an extra element. Again, yes, I forgot to say this. Thank you, Rush. Check the weather and the temperature and whatever for these games, and the wind, all of it. If you want to actually win, you better check it. There's some great websites for that. There is. Dolphins, I think they're going to have a quarterback problem. I think to uh, two concussions in this short of a time is very, very bad. He's still a good quarterback. I still think he's going to go out there. But they might have a quarterback problem in this offseason if he retires. But what did I learn? Tyree Kill, if Tua is in, he's a top five pick next year. And he is as consistent as it gets. And that's what you want in the first round of fantasy drafts. Yeah, uh, someone who really surprised me uh, was Jalen Waddle. Um, I really didn't see him doing as anywhere near as well as he did. Uh, I saw him as kind of like a fourth round kind of guy, which I think is about where he went, maybe third round. Like late third or early um, fourth. But I mean, to me, especially if two is back next year and is like close to 100%, he's easily a second round pick, late second round pick. I would um, I would go early. I would go yeah. first, honestly, undisputed first round pick for Tyreek Hill. Better pick than Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Patriots... Unless they get an offensive coordinator, uh, the only there's really not anyone I really liked. I, I wouldn't pick anyone next year, honestly. Uh, maybe except Ramondre, Steve. yeah. Is it RB2? Jacoby Myers, kind of late. Um, he's fairly consistent. I think he's averaged like 13 points a, points a game or something like that. So, good flex spot, maybe uh, higher up on your bench. Yeah, and then Jets. Scared Wilson will be a really good play next year with Mike White. Jets came out and said that uh, they will be releasing or they will be parting ways with Zach Wilson this offseason, which I don't agree with, but hopefully he gets a shot somewhere, kind of looking like a Josh Rosen situation. And then another thing, though, I'm going to say, uh, Brees Hall will be a first-round pick next year if he's 100%. I think uh, I'm going to call it right now. I think he goes to Casey Cumberford in our league. I don't think that's a surprise. No, not at all. Uh, he's very, very talented. Uh, I hated to see him go down like he did this year. We've seen that a lot recently with these young running backs. But I think he'll definitely be easily top 10 running back next year. So Yeah, team from this division, uh, no coaching problems. I think they'll be fine. But I think the Jets are also going to have a quarterback problem. Be a little bit of controversy, not much, but again, Mike White, I don't know how much they trust him, but I think they'll trust him enough to make him their starter next year, but he's not one of the top guys who can win you a Super Bowl. Uh, Chiefs, they're so explosive, and I feel like the running back's hard every year, right? I feel like we're all going to go into next year, say McKinnon's the guy, and we're going to pull some random rookie out of the sixth round, and they're going to plug him in there. Uh, but the thing I really learned, Kelsey wins you leagues. He didn't win me my league. He didn't win Jackson Hughes, the 16-man, but he wins you a ton of games, and that's for sure. Agreed. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I'd probably stay away from the Chiefs at the running back position, as Bach kind of touched on. But, I mean, anyone else, I mean, even down to, like, Hardman, like, you're in good shape. Hardman, a little bit of a stretch, but, I mean, obviously Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, Smith-Schuster are reliable options. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no quarterback and coach problems in that building. Chargers... I only think Eckler did had his historic season because Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are out. 
That's what I honestly took away. I think he's just still going to be a top three pick next year. They use him in the red zone a lot more than they did at the start of the year. So I still think Eckler will be a very good pick, but I only think he did well because Keenan Allen or Mike Williams were out. And I'm saying that because the past few Charger games I have watched, they've been throwing the ball a lot more downfield. And also the Colts last night did an awesome job of guarding Eckler in the passing game, unless it's a, it's a screen or a play that's supposed to go to him. So I only think Eckler did well because people are out. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad pick next year, but I'm not expecting as great of a season he's had the past few years. And Rush, you and I have also been Austin Eckler owners, so we know that and we pay attention to that. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, I don't know that I 100% agree with that because he did very well last year for me. And Williams and Allen were in, I believe, the whole season. Keep I think you're right, that. yeah. But uh, it could be like Cooper Cup this year or we were like, there's no chance he could do anything like what he did last year. And, I mean, before Cup got hurt, he was on pace for, I think, better. So, I mean, you never know. It's fantasy. It's kind of a guessing game at the at the end of the day. So Yeah. Uh, one thing we'll talk about when we get into the summer and we start making a lot of more episodes. Uh, you don't win fantasy. I mean, I'll stop talking after this. We'll get to the next team. But you don't win fantasy ga- games in the first rounds, right? Absolutely. You win in the later rounds. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I think our Amon R.A. St. Brown this year, the playoff championship winner is George Gittle, and that's happening for Casey Comerford in our league. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, last year, perfect example, I won the league. Only reason I did was because I picked up Amon Ra off waivers week 14, and he put up, like, 30 points a week. So, I mean, even, even, not even, a lot of people say, like, the late rounds, but it can even be waivers late in the season. Like, it's just getting that one pickup, and it, your team kind of pick it up uh, towards the end of the year. That, I was at that Lions-Falcons game. So, let's move on to the next team, Raiders. Offseason is going to determine a lot, I believe, for this team. Um, obviously, they didn't have their best season. I think they, they don't have enough money to fire their coach. But I believe, they're, um, I believe they should have won a lot more closer games than they should. I think this team, honestly, should have been in the playoffs for sure. Um, I'm going to mark – I'm also – oh, uh, going back to the Chargers, I'm going to mark them. I think they had a coaching problem going into the offseason. I still, they will still think they'll keep Staley because they made the playoffs, but I'm not a huge fan of him. If you've listened to the past episode – Raiders, I'm going to go they have a coach problem. Um, I'm not going to say they have a quarterback problem, but I think there's going to be a lot of controversy, and I would not be surprised if Derek Carr moves to Indy or a team like that. But the offseason is going to determine a lot for this team, but Devontae Adams is still a first-round pick. Yeah, absolutely, and I think even more if if they can get a solid quarterback. Uh, I don't know, as you said, that they have the money for that, but even like a guy like Mac Hollins, you can see, like kind of rise up a little bit. Um, He didn't do bad at all this year. Uh, And Darren Waller as well, kind of had an off year, but... We'll see if he can pick it up next year. Yeah, Broncos—they don't have a coaching problem. They don't have a—excuse uh, me—they don't have a quarterback problem. I think right now, like I said earlier, but they definitely have a coaching problem, right? They just fired Hackett. Uh, interim head coach is a questionable decision, but at this point, they're just tanking, even though they don't have their picks. Um, unless Sean Payton comes to Denver, no one is really worth it for this team. What did I learn from this team? Um, Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton, I think, are around 6th or 7th round picks. And they could be pretty solid. But if I had to pick one, I think I would pick Jerry, Judy. Agreed. And uh, they, they should have Javante Williams back next year, which I think will really help that offense. Uh, kind of, so who's even their running back? Is it Murray? It's Latavius Murray. He's not doing too bad, though. Yeah, but, I mean, Javante's just a really, really good running back. And I think that kind of opens up the passing game a little more for Russell Wilson when, he, when you have a little more of that run option. So... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because they obviously had so much hype coming into the year, uh, and the ride did not really go too well. So. <laughs> did not ride well. 
they definitely have a coaching problem. I think I mentioned that earlier. Heading to the AFC North. Uh, Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase is still a first-round pick. And uh, obviously Joe Burrow. I think he's a top three fantasy quarterback. I think he's as consistent as he gets. He has such good receivers. It helps him out. And he actually gets a good amount of rushing touchdowns. Um, one thing I want to highlight. Uh, I think Jamar Chase is wide receiver nine, which is pretty good. He missed four games. Or, yeah, he missed four games. And then T. Higgins missed three games, and he's wide receiver 11. So I think T. Higgins is kind of going to go where he did this year in our league, like early third round, probably just early third round, somewhere in that one to six range. And then I think Jamar Chase is still first round pick, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and Higgins, if you can snag him in the third round, absolutely do it. Because as Box said, he's about as consistent as it gets from what I've seen. And uh, I, I could see like Tyler Boyd being pretty good next year, even as like a lower in flex maybe yeah. bench player. Um, but there's just so many weapons on this team. Like anyone that you put out there is going to be doing well. So yeah, I always feel like they have a random guy catching passes. But before we move on to the next teams, I think Joe Mixon's stock has dropped drastically. I think he's just name recognition at this point. So I honestly believe I. You know me, I'm a big Mixon guy. I have his jersey. But I think Mixon should be a late second round pick next year. Agreed. Um, I think he got drafted like 10th overall. And if he didn't, I was going to take him. So I'm kind of glad that. Well, actually, no, I'm not. Because he I didn't have the Debo, worst year. He would have been better than Debo, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I was very surprised to see him drop off, drop off as much as he did, though. So. Yeah, P. Ryan, though, when Mixon gets hurt, P. Ryan is definitely a guy to have as a yep. handcuff. Ravens. I think Dobbins will be very, very solid next year. But again, we got to see where Lamar goes, right? Those rumors are starting to pick up. Um, I think Mark Andrews' tight end value kind of falls. And he kind of falls into that dead zone of tight ends like Goddard, Andrews now. Uh, anyone, honestly, anybody named other than George Kittle. Or, excuse me, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think Dobbins will lose a little bit of value. But, I mean, he didn't even have a great year this year and he was hurt a lot of the year. Uh, but, you know... That versatility of Lamar Jackson kind of takes a lot away from your offense. So it'll just depend on who they end up getting in the offseason. I think he'll be a really good like fourth or fifth round pick though next yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Steelers, uh, the only thing I really learned is just don't draft their receivers. I think Najee will probably be around that Dobbins fourth or fifth round range just as an RB2 just because the position is so slim. Yeah, I could see him going like the third I drafted him. Or actually, no, I didn't draft him. You didn't him. draft him. You traded Pittman for him. I believe I told Chase Stewart not to draft him, and I believe he drafted him in yeah. the first round. So mm-hmm. I knew at the beginning of the year that he was not a first-round pick. You could probably go back to the original episode, the first episode, and I might have said that. Might, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, I kind of saw this coming. Um, eventually, I still ended up with him, though. So Yeah. I Don't gotta, make that mistake. I should have listened to that episode one, but I'll go back to that later. Browns, I don't think the, the Nick Chubb hype was not there as it was coming into this year, and it shouldn't be there next year. I think Deshaun Watson honestly hurts his value a lot, but I think Deshaun Watson's going to get better. But I'm almost seeing Nick Chubb as a late third-round pick. But again, you get in these fantasy leagues. I believe most of our listeners are probably in Georgia, uh, who are going to be Georgia fans. They're going to pick Chubb a little early, and he shouldn't be. Um, I think Beck Jakey also knows that too. But he did have a very solid year this year fantasy-wise though. Yeah, and also don't forget about Amari Cooper. That guy's pretty good. I mean, he had a couple of drops this week. But, I mean, he's a pretty reliable guy. Um, pretty consistent, I believe. Um, and, I mean, he's just a, a guy that will probably go fourth round. 
next year. Probably fifth round if I had to guess. But yeah, I mean, if he's there in the fourth or fifth round, uh, I'd snag him. Yeah. Um, only teams, only team that I labeled with a quarterback or coaching problems, I labeled the Ravens. I think they're going to have a quarterback problem. I don't think they're going to want to pay Lamar. They said Tyler Huntley is just like Lamar. So I think Huntley is their quarterback next year. I think Lamar probably ends up going somewhere like Atlanta or Detroit or a team that has picks and has money to pay him. Heading into the AFC South, uh, Jaguars. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top uh, five quarterback next year. I think he's going to be a very high pick, kind of like that Jalen Hurts area. And I think Travis Etienne is going to be a late second-round pick, early third-round pick. So I just think Trevor Lawrence's rushing ability takes away from Etienne getting in the end zone a lot. But he's got another full offseason. He basically is having his rookie season this year. So he's the second-year guy going into next year. But I still think he's a very solid pick along with Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that Jaguars offense is surprisingly very good. Um, I mean, you have Lawrence, you have Kirk, you have Zay Jones, you have Etienne, you have Evan Ingram. I mean, those are five solid guys right there. Um, so I mean, I think they're they're in the playoff picture at the moment. They um, are. They have to win, which is crazy. Next but, week, I mean, this is a team that I could honestly see winning some more games this year, and they'll be really valuable in fantasy next year. Yeah. So I honestly could. It's a great point. I probably could switch my coach of the year to Doug Peterson. That's going to be interesting to see what those guys uh, do for them. Uh, Colts. Oh no! Excuse me. We'll go with the Titans first. Um, I think Derrick Henry is a first-round pick with Tannehill. I think if Malik Willis is his quarterback, he should be a late-end first-round pick, early second-round pick. But again, Derrick Henry is such—he's not—he's not living off name recognition because he really is that guy for Tennessee. Yeah, he's—he's he's a pretty good running back, I'd say. Um, and he's honestly the only guy on the entire Titans team that I would draft personally. Yeah, maybe um, that weird—that tight end with a weird name. I don't know his name. I apologize. But I think this team has a quarterback problem going to next year. Absolutely, I don't think Malik yeah. Willis has shown no flashes. Sure, he can run the ball, but who cares? Everybody can run the ball now. Um, and I, I have a weird feeling that they're going to fire Mike Frable. Mm, I could see it. I could see it. Um, I think he's a defensive coach, right? So I, th- I have a weird feeling they fire him. Should he be fired? No. Do I think he'll get fired? Uh, we'll see. But I don't. I think that's my weird prediction for this team is that, that Mike Frable gets fired if they don't make the playoffs. To be honest, I think that would hurt him, but... We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It'll be an, inter- an interesting offseason for sure. Yeah. Colts, uh, this team is a high draft pick. They were smart enough to not trade away their first round pick. So um, JT is a nice second round pick. And I would definitely stay away from Pittman next year. Um, I'm going to label the, t- I think I already labeled the Titans. They have a quarterback problem. But I'm going to label the Colts first team on the list to have a quarterback and coaching problem. Yeah, Matty Ice just not doing it. Yeah, unfortunately, he's done. Um,. Do you know where their pick is next year? Ooh, I think it goes, right now it goes Houston, Chicago, Seattle, because they have that Denver pick, and I believe Detroit is next. Or no, I think it might go Indy, Detroit, uh, and then Arizona and the Falcons. So somewhere okay. around that six range. So I could. they're definitely going to take a quarterback. They, yeah, they, they pretty much to. have to. Yeah. So you'll probably see them next year with Stroud or Bryce Young. Probably hopefully, Will hopefully Levis. Will Levis. They might trade up for him. I mean, that, this... is, that is the most overrated quarterback in college football. I would just like to say that right now. So uh, whichever team actually drafts him is making a very big mistake, and uh, their their value is going to go very down. Yeah, I mean, obviously this isn't our draft segment. We're going to be doing that. We're going to get a lot of guys in for that because I like a lot of voices. Um, I don't think the Lions and Seahawks end up picking a quarterback. 
So I think it'll be interesting to see what the Colts do. They might be able to trade up, and they might just stay where they are, and they could get Stroud or Bryce Young. But we're going to get Beck Janky in here. We're going to get, like, Whit Ramsey, uh, probably Will Campbell, definitely probably Thomas Russell as well to give her a voice on them. I know Beck Janky doesn't like Stroud. I mean, I want guys who watch the Ohio State game, so he's going to have. Uh, we'll talk about that on our draft segment, though, but I'm labeled, labeling this team as they have a quarterback and a coaching problem. Yep. Uh, Houston Texans. Um, the only thing I learned is they got the first-round pick. I wouldn't pick Damian Pierce like Owen Bowden said in episode six. Uh, you want guys on good teams, and he's not on a good team. But I think they're probably going to end up, like you said, picking Bryce Young with that first pick. I don't expect them to move. Uh, but I'm going to label them right now because they definitely have a quarterback. They have a, definitely have a quarterback and a coaching problem. Agreed. I mean, if you can get Pierce in like the seventh or eighth round, absolutely take him. But, I mean... I wouldn't be reaching for him by any means. So. Oh, for sure. Let's head to the uh, NFC South. This will be a good one because obviously I'm a Falcons fan and Rush is a Buccaneers fan. Um, Falcons, I think Pitts would be a pretty good fourth round pick next year. Probably late end, fourth, early fifth. Because he's going to be intriguing with Ritter as the quarterback. I think they'll do a lot more design plays for him. I think Drake London would be a solid like eighth or ninth round pick. What I learned from this team, I think Algier is going to be the lead back next year. He's really good. I view him as probably a sixth or seventh round pick. Maybe a league winner. I wouldn't say that right now, but the offensive line is very good run-wise, and they love to run the ball. Uh, I'm not labeling this team as they have a coaching problem. I wouldn't say their quarterback problem is as bad as other teams, but I, I think they're uh, in a pretty good shot to land Lamar Jackson this offseason with the, how much money they have available. Yeah. I mean, Patterson's getting old, isn't he? Yeah, he might I mean, he's getting a lot of work off right now, but it is late in the season. It did happen last year where he did really well in the start of the year, and he kind of leaned off of the work towards the end of the season. Yeah, so maybe Patterson's a guy that you draft in mid-rounds and then trade him and kind of towards the middle of the year. Um, somebody might not know that. Yeah. Box just stay big-time Falcons fan. So. But, yeah, I like that Pitts pick. Um, he started off the year really slow. But, Very slow. Uh, He's kind of pulled it together a little bit, so it's I mean, interesting he, to see. He'll be fresh. He's injured, unfortunately, so it's just a rough time for this team right now, but I think they'll be a little bit better spot next year in a tough NFC South. Saints. Um, I don't even think Kamara should be in the first three rounds next year. I haven't seen much from him. I haven't liked him. He had that one good game. Uh, they definitely have a quarterback problem. That's 100% for sure. Um, they have a coaching problem, too. I think Dennis Allen's going to be gone. He hasn't been too well as a head coach. I'm just going to label the Saints team. Uh, they have a quarterback and a coaching problem, and I wouldn't pick anyone in the first four rounds uh, in Olave or Kamara. Yeah, I agree. I'd probably take Kamara at the earliest, the late second round. Uh, Thomas, if he's healthy, he's a good option. They just don't have a quarterback. So. They don't have money. Uh, they don't have money either. So. The Saints are in a very bad situation right now. And they don't have their first round pick. I'd, I'd try and stay away as best as you can. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Bucks, this will be an interesting rush. We'll let you take over. Uh, I'm going to label the Saints. They have a quarterback and coaching problem. I think I already said that. Um, I think Goblin's really the only safe pick, pick next year. I don't think Brady's going to come back, but I do see the Bucks. Uh, I don't see, see them firing Todd Bowles. I don't like him that much. I do see them getting a guy like you know Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe Derek Carr if they don't pay him that much, something like that in the offseason. But I'm also going to label this team as a quarterback and coaching problem. I think they're firing their coach, and I think they're obviously going to get rid of Brady as well. Or yeah, Brady's uh, gonna get rid of them. Excuse me, Brady. Brady, I'm almost certain will retire, uh, especially if they miss the playoffs. Um, uh, definitely, I wouldn't draft Fournette before the third round. The Bucks' run game is really bad. Offensive line is really, really beat up. Um, Godwin, like Box said, I mean, he's the only really consistent guy. 
Um, and if you're looking for like a bench guy, Russell Gage is not a terrible option. Uh, but Mike Evans, he's kind of feast or famine a little bit. Um, I think he's one of the bigger busts this year. Yeah, uh, I just don't like where the Bucks are at. I think it's kind of going back to that Bucks life that we that we know and love from the from the uh, late 2000s to up until Brady came. So well, you won a Super Bowl, so y'all are fine. Yeah, we've got two now. So. Yeah, Panthers. I I what I learned. I don't think anybody should be on your team next year. And here's what I think is going to happen. If they win on Sunday, they're going to be like, all right, Sam Darnold's playing well. We don't have to pick our first-round pick on him. We're picking at 16 or 17 if we make the playoffs. Uh, Sam Darnold's going to be our guy next year, and they've been saying that last year, and he's going to come in. He's not going to do well. So I'm not taking anyone from this team. I still think they have a quarterback and definitely a coaching problem, even though this is kind of like a Raiders situation of last year where the interim coach comes in and he ends up making the playoffs but again we got to see how this game goes on sunday before we can say that uh but i'm saying no one should be on your team next year and they definitely have a quarterback and they definitely have a coaching problem for sure yeah i agree with that it's obviously a huge game um on sunday between the bucks and the and the panthers but i mean only guy I'd draft really is probably dj Moore in like the seventh or eighth round sixth round yeah uh we'll head to the nfc north unless you got anything else to say Packers, uh, I actually, this is the only division I said where no team has a quarterback or a coaching problem. Um, I just think Aaron Jones is consistent, but he's just not intriguing. That's pretty much what I learned, but I think Christian Watson is going to be a little bit overhyped, kind of like Gabe Davis heading into next year. They don't have a quarterback problem, but I think it's interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers does this offseason. Maybe going to Indianapolis. I mean, that seems like the place where old quarterbacks go to die, so... We'll see what that Packers team does. Yeah, I agree. Christian Watson's another one of those like feast or famine guys. Um, we'll see kind of what Aaron Rodgers is. What did you say? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be there next year? Uh, we'll see, but I think he's still in a contract, so I, I believe he might go back out. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones is obviously a really good running back. It's just that A.J. Dillon is also a really good running back, so it, they kind of... There's, there's a little too much of a split going on there for, for my liking. Um so I'd probably stay away from the Packers for the most part. Yeah, I think what happened at the start of this year is people expected like Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to be playing how they've been playing the past two games. And A.J. Dillon gets the touchdowns and Aaron Jones gets the receiving work. I think that's what people expected at the start, but that did not happen. That team had some rough spots, but they're hot and they could make the playoffs. Lions side, we're going to go ahead to the Lions. Um, I just think Among Us and Goff are really good options next year. I think the Lions want to stick with Goff. Uh, probably pick like Jalen Carter, one of those top guys, at three or four in the draft. Um, so I think Golf probably end up, ends up staying, even though his contract's a little heavy. They could play pay him for cheap. I think Among Us is probably going to be a uh, middle second round at late at the latest, though early third round. So I think he's going to be an interesting guy to see where he goes next year. Yeah, I mean, I was really high on Amon Ra, and then I kind of felt like. He wouldn't be as good with Swift and uh, Hawkinson coming back. But now that Hawkinson's gone, who, who, I don't even know who their tight end is. I don't even know. And if I don't so, know, then no one knows. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I mean, they don't have a ton of good wide receivers other than Amon Ra. So, I mean, he, he'll definitely be a very, very valuable guy next year. Uh, from the running back standpoint, I don't like it at all. I mean, once again, a lot, a lot of splitting going on there. Too much splitting. Especially uh, touchdowns. Yeah. Jamal Williams gets, I think he has the most touchdowns in the league. 
Um, I think it's something like that. He's he's up there, that's for sure. Swift gets the yards, Williams gets the touchdowns, so I'd definitely stay away from the Lions. Yeah. Um, Vikings, Vikings, though, um, I think, obviously, Thielen, I don't like Thielen and Cook. I do like Hawkinson, but I think Justin Jefferson is the number one overall pick next year. Mm, just depends. Um, it depends who's picking. I think next year is going to I mean, obviously, not, like towards like yeah. June and July, I'm like, all right, this guy should be number one. But yeah. I think it's going to come down probably between Jefferson, Eckler, and Kelsey. Kelsey, that would be interesting. Tight end at the first overall. Yeah, um, you, you know how much I love my tight ends. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I'm a running back guy. But this year, there weren't really a lot of really intriguing running backs, to be honest. So I could see a guy like Jefferson going first overall. Um, that would be, yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, he's had a great year, obviously. And he does have favorable matchups in his division. He's playing the Lions twice. He's playing the Bears twice. And he plays the, oh, Packers twice, which isn't isn't the worst. He's also projected 20, 23 points this week. That is a Which lot. I found crazy. Yeah. Is that the most out of anyone other than probably like Josh Allen? I mean, anybody other than the quarterbacks. Yeah. It's more than probably every quarterback, yeah. Uh, Bears, though. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to be very high next year. I think a lot of people are like him. Um, I would. I think what I learned is I'm not picking any running backs. I think Jalen or Justin Fields is kind of be like Jalen Hurts next year. Yeah. Um, if you can snag him late in like the 10th or 11th round, I mean, Darnell Mooney, he got hurt at the end of the year, but he started to show some, sh- some shines, uh, signs of... Life at the end of the year before he got hurt. I mean, the beginning of the year was very difficult to watch, though. Um, uh, I mean, Cole Komet, mm, he could be all right as a bench tight end, but I mean, I mean, at this point in the 12 minutes, it's pretty much Justin Fields. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's what we learned. Heading to the NFC West, uh, 49ers. I don't don't fall for name recognition like Rush did. Don't pick a guy like Debo. Do not do that. Stay, no. I'd stay away from Ayuk, but again, I think CMC CMC will probably end up being definitely uh, top six. He could be in first that, round pick. He could be in that first overall pick conversation. He could, but I don't think he should be there just because some people need the ball. This team's gonna. They don't have a quarterback problem, but they're gonna have to pick a quarterback yeah. to play. They obviously have three solid options. I think Jimmy G is probably gonna go get some money. Somewhere he's done with his contract, but again, if Purdy wins the NFC, and he win—I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl. But if he wins the NFC, I see no reason why he shouldn't be the quarterback next year. Yeah, I mean, when you go out and beat Tom Brady, I mean, not even beat him, wipe him out. Yeah, destroy Tom Brady. I mean, I think you deserve the starting job. Obviously, it wasn't all him, but still, I mean, yeah, I believe that was his first start, and I mean. It was his first start, but he did play, like, three and a half quarters for the Dolphins game. Yeah, but still, I mean, his first actual start, uh, I mean, to just wipe the floor with Tom Brady, I mean... It's pretty good. Gotta respect that. Yeah, let's head to the the Rams. Uh, if Stafford comes back, I think they do have a quarterback problem. Mayfield is playing well. Gotta give it to him, he's getting legit coaching. Uh... I think if Stafford comes back, I always neck injuries and concussions always concern me because that's long-term health. And in the end, m- most guys will choose uh, their long-term health over a couple million dollars. Stafford obviously has made his fair share of money, and he's won a Super Bowl, so he might call it. But if Stafford comes back, Cooper Cup's still top five, and I'm not falling for Cam Akers next year. If Baker Mayfield comes back, I see Cup as more of a late first-round pick. 
Agreed. Uh, and I think if you can snag Cam Akers in like the tenth round, absolutely. I don't think he'll go that late. I think he'll probably go like six or seven or five, five through seven. Yeah, I think if you get to like the sixth or seventh round, I think five is way too early for a guy like Cam. But I mean, he showed some signs of life as well um, towards the end of the year. But I mean, it's just hard to hard to pull the trigger on a guy like that after uh, the beginning of his season. Yeah. Seahawks, um, I'm going to label them as they have a not a quarterback problem, but something to do here, right? They're going to have a top five pick in the Russell Wilson trade. So Geno hasn't been playing these past few games. I mean, this team hasn't, wasn't even expected to make the playoffs, right? Most people expected this team to be miserable. So they're outperforming standards, but for my standards, that changed in the middle of the season. Uh, I expected this team to make the playoffs. They still have a shot. They still could legit get in it. Uh, but they do have two first-round picks. Most likely will end up being in the top 16. Uh, but I think DK is uh, a fourth-round pick along with his uh, buddy, Tyler Lockett. And I think Kenneth Walker is not the best pick just because the division's kind of tough. But I see him more as like a late second, early third running back pick. Yeah, I mean, I could see them using at least one of those picks on an offensive lineman. So... We just got to see uh, how the class is. I mean, I don't even... I haven't studied the class just because nothing's been on that right now. But again, you beat a guy like Jalen Carter, that's very intriguing. Uh, if Will Anderson somehow falls, that's very intriguing. Yeah. I, I don't know all the prospects. They could pick a quarterback. I don't know. Gino's not playing too hot. I don't think they want to pay him. But maybe like a one-year deal for Gino and then pick like Will Levis or CJ Stroud. That'd be interesting to see what they do with this pick. Or they could trade it and get more picks. They have hit on like basically all their draft picks mm-hmm. last year. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, once again, do not hit Will Levis. He's not good. But we'll, we'll see how his pro day goes because apparently that's how we base guys just like Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, no comment. We'll head into the Cardinals. Uh, definitely have a quarterback uh, controversy. They don't have a problem. They have a quarterback controversy. Uh, they're 100% going to have a coaching problem. Uh, the only thing I wrote down for this team is just offseason. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of weapons, but, I mean, they don't really seem to be using them very well. Well, after the weapon, I mean, Hopkins had 11 targets and only had one catch, but after uh, after those weapons, quote-unquote, they got nothing. No yeah. offensive line, yeah. no defense. Uh, I think they might just rebuild it, just full-on rebuild. Their division's tough. Full-on rebuild, get a ton of picks for Hopkins, Marquise, and... Uh, Buda Baker and just kind of yeah, just go through some tough times again. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, definitely a guy that if you picked him late because of his suspension, you're doing well. Because, I mean, doing well for about a couple weeks, and then once he did that stupid tweet saying, who needs yeah. a playoff savior, it kind of went downhill. Yeah, that's true. But definitely, he's on my radar for next year. Yeah, let's head into the NFC East. Um,. Cowboys, CD's definitely a high second round pick unless they bring in a pretty solid wide receiver too. I really like him. Um, fantasy perspective, I think Pollard's better than Zeke, but I don't know, this offense so good. I think Zeke's been in the end zone for eight straight games. Uh, we'll see how we'll see how that goes, but we'll see if Pollard comes back, actually. He's a free agent. Uh, but I still, I still like a lot of these Cowboys players. Yeah, I'm a big Tony Pollard guy. Uh, I had him in both my leagues actually this year, and he did me very well. Um, just, mm, I think the Cowboys need to use him more, so I think that he'll end up somewhere else. Um, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see where he goes, and uh, if it's a good enough offense, I could definitely see him going fairly early next year. Yeah, 
Uh, Eagles, no quarterback and coaching problem for the Cowboys, even though I feel like if they do lose in the first round, Jerry Jones will get a little mad and want to fire his coach, but I still label them as no problems. Eagles, both receivers are very good. I think Devontae Smith's probably a fifth round pick. Um, and then definitely AJ Brown will go in the first two rounds. Uh, Miles Sanders probably in like the eighth or seventh round is nice, but I don't like him too much. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to have guys on a, on a high-powered offense like this, but he hasn't really impressed me at all this year. So, not somebody I would go reaching for. Yeah, and then the Commanders, I really didn't learn anything. I'm not. I'm just not picking anyone from the Commanders next year. Maybe as like a backup for Brian Ro- like Brian Robinson can be my backup. Yeah. But I don't like really anyone from Washington. I also label them. They're going to have a quarterback problem this offseason. Yeah, I could see McLaurin. He's a decent pick once you get past like the fourth or fifth round. Um, but any earlier than that, I wouldn't touch him. Heading to the New York Giants. What did I even write down? Oh, Saquon. I, I still don't like Saquon as a fantasy player. I just think he's frustrating. I think he just has four good games. I had him a couple years ago in his rookie season, and I just it was just it was just struggling. Like he gets these passes. Daniel Jones is running the ball more. He's getting these rushing touchdowns. I don't like Saquon too much, but this team has to go in the receiver market if they want to start winning a lot more games than they are right now. Yeah, nothing else to say. Uh, two things I learned. Um, I didn't learn, actually. Other people learned. Uh, definitely with Ramsey uh, from non-team's perspective. Don't listen to ESPN rankings. Just pick guys how you want. Pick them how you feel. Don't listen to the rankings. That happened with Kelsey this year. Uh, that helped, happened with Cam Akers. Uh, I think Dobbins got you, Rush. Edward Solaire. Edward Solaire got a lot of people. Even though he did have good first four weeks, I think that's really all the guys I can remember. Um, we're heading into... We're, Debo. Debo, yeah. Najee. Uh, week 17, top five guys. This is probably going to be the top five in the end of the year if something switches. Quarterbacks, fantasy-wise, Mahomes 1, Allen 2, Hurts 3, Burrow 4, and Trevor Lawrence at 5, and Geno Smith at 6. Wow. So don't reach on the quarterback early. I've been huge on that. Running backs, uh, 1, Eckler, 2, CMC, 3, Jacobs, 4, Derrick Henry, and 5, Saquon Barkley. Wide receivers, 1, Justin Jefferson, 2, Tyree Kill, 3, Stephon Diggs, 4, Devontae Abs, and 5, A.J. Brown, league winner there. Tight ends, 1, Travis Kelsey, 2, T.J. Hawkinson, 3, Mark Andrews, 4, George Kittle, and 5, Emmett Ingram. The flex position, obviously that does not include quarterbacks, 1, Justin Jefferson, 2, Austin Eckler, 3, Tyree Kill, 4, CMC, and 5, Josh Jacobs. I expect Josh Jacobs to leave the Raiders this offseason, get paid a pretty nice penny somewhere else but i think j jets eckler tyree kill and cmc is kind of what we're looking at for the draft next year mm-hmm. could be the first four picks agreed rush anything you would like to say before we head into our pick em segment as we are officially done with all 32 teams i got nothing waiver wire pickups i like this week absolutely none defenses cowboys versus titans falcons versus cardinals pats and dolphins if tua does not play Eagles versus Saints, Giants versus Colts, Bucks and Panthers, Chiefs versus Broncos, Browns versus Commies, Commies versus Browns, Jags versus Texans, 49ers versus Raiders, Steelers versus Ravens if there is no Lamar action Jackson. Heading into our week 17 pick'em. Dallas at Tennessee. Give me the Cowboys. Agreed. 
Arizona at the ATL. I don't want them to win, but they're going to. Give me the Atlanta Falcons. Three there, too. Chicago at Detroit. Give me the Lions. I'm taking the Bears here. I think Justin Fields might put on a show. Uh, the Lions defense, not terribly good. So I expect big numbers from Justin Fields. If, if you're in the championship and you have them, definitely start them. Uh, the Lions play so well at home. I just love the Lions at home in this one. Denver at Kansas City. Absolute shocker. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah. Miami at New England. Give me the Pats with no Tua. Yeah, I think Tua definitely determines a lot here. Uh, he's in concussion protocol, which I assume he's not going to play next week. So, actually, I'm going to change my pick here and go with the Pats as well. Indianapolis at New York Giants. Give me the New York Giants. Yep. New Orleans at Philly. Give me the Birds. Yep. Carolina at Tampa Bay. I feel like this isn't going to age well. I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think, but give me the Bucks. Yeah, give me the Bucks too. And uh, as a Bucks game, this is a stressful week. Uh, this is a huge game for us. Uh, if we lose, uh, we're tied with the division, and the Panthers will have the head-to-head. So, Panthers could be a sleeper NFC South champion. They could. Cleveland at Washington. Give me Washington, and kind of a weird one. Yeah, Browns just aren't very good. Deshaun Watson not playing too well recently. Jacksonville at Houston. I think this game should be a lot closer than people think, but I'm still going to end up taking Jacksonville. Jacksonville playing really well lately, so I I really want to switch to Houston, but I'm going to stick with Jacksonville. San Francisco at Vegas. Give me San Francisco. Yeah, uh, 49er defense is too much to handle for the Raiders, I think. New York Giants at Seattle. Going in Seattle with Mike White. Give me the Jets. Uh, I got to take the, the Seahawks. They're fighting for their playoff lives here, so I think that Geno Smith is going to lead to the promised land. Minnesota at Green Bay. Give me Green Bay. Mm. I'm taking the Vikings here. Um, Green Bay, I know that they won, but Tua was just very off. Um, I think Tua just handed them that game. Um, I don't think they're as good as what that game made it seem like. So I'm taking the Vikings. L.A. Rams at L.A. Chargers. Remember, this is a neutral site. Give me the Rams. I'm taking the Chargers. I know the Rams uh, wiped the floor with the Broncos this week, but uh, it is the Broncos. So, Chargers also played very well last night um, against the Colts. I like the Chargers. I think they have a lot of weapons on offense, and this would be a good game. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. For some reason, this one was flexed to Sunday Night Football. Uh, with that, if Baltimore does not have Lamar, give me Pittsburgh. I'm taking the Ravens either way. Uh, Pittsburgh's just not very good. Buffalo at Cincinnati in what could be the game of the year. The best one we've probably seen on all primetime games. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Give me Cincinnati at home. I like, the number I like one that. seed. I like that. Bills, we'll see. This will be a great game, but I think I think the Bengals are too much. Thank you for listening to our final regular season episode. Again, please follow us on the Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk. That will alert you when our new off-season episodes are coming. This is the last regular season episode. There will not be a review next week because the fantasy championships are this week. Russ Williams, before we go, anything you would like to say about this fantasy season? Uh, made a lot of mistakes, but uh, if you're if you're still hanging in there, good luck in your championships.
Yes. I'm not. Thank you for listening to our longest episode of all time. And again, thank you for Rush for coming out. And we will see you next time.